Yo, this is John from Noise Dosage Media, and this episode is brought to you by Begrudgingly Benny. Interested in putting something horrific and grotesque on your next piece of merch? Benny is tucked away in the fiery depths of COVID quarantine, blasting the filthiest of old school death metal and drawing hideous creatures that he is waiting for you to adopt. Go over to Instagram and follow at Benny and contact him if you would like some really weird original art for your band or label. Super professional, highly recommended. You know, with being in Car Bomb, with, you know, it's kind of proggy. It's got a lot of uh, tempo changes. Me as a musician, I hear the shit and I'm like, whoa, this is like from another freaking universe, you know? Um, have you had any, any times where you're like, holy shit, man, where do I even start? Like with vocal patterns and stuff like that? Yeah, pretty much every time. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Like what the fuck is like Elliot or Greg doing? Um, yeah, like, but it, that's the fun of it, I guess. Is like, you know, I listen to it enough, and then I get some kind of like, um, you know, I never, I never go and try to figure out like break it down to like time signatures or even. I don't even try to like learn the riffs on guitar myself, which when I write my right. own music, you know, it usually helps me, but. With that stuff, I try to get like a feel for it. But yeah, when when I first hear like the demos and shit, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> you're like, you're like, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those things where you're like, I don't know, it makes it makes the music different, you know. Like a lot of people, they have the same, you know, mentality where it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, but. You guys are just out there. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know enough when I hear the stuff that I like it. I like when I hear the music. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I just, but yeah, like writing vocals to it is always like uh, a challenge for sure. Um. So you know, when it comes down to listening to music, what you know pops out in a song lyrically that'll like get you hooked right away. Oh, like when I listen to other people's music? Yeah. Like anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, it's lyrics mostly. And then sometimes they'll either it's lyrics or like a really like um, awesome like melody or key change, like a, a hook in that way that will get me. Or uh, yeah. And then, you know, like the last thing is like something rhythmically, something. Uh, you know, um, I, I, I just like, I get, you know, I like shiny things in music sometimes. So I get, I think I'm like easy to placate with, you know, like certain, um, <laughs> hell, I'm sorry, but what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, no, I live in Hoboken. So, you know, it's, there's always cops and fire engines around. So. All right. So what were you saying? Sorry. I was, I, I, I tracked. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just like, when people do, or not even people, but in music, when there's something unexpected and it could be something cheesy, a lot of, I mean, I like a lot of cheesy music, a lot of things that, you know, everybody else in Carbon thinks is ridiculous. But like when I hear certain things that are a little unexpected or, you know, things go, uh, melodies go a certain way that's unexpected, um, that usually, you know, 
I'll, I'll usually um, find that really interesting and then get addicted to it or whatever. I'll just keep right. listening to it. Now, what do you look for like in in a vocalist? Like techniques? Like are you into somebody that's like well? rounded or do you like to be like straight and narrow like a lot of death metal guys they just have like one you know solid tone uh i mean i like so many vocalists and i don't i don't like you know i mean (laughs) i love vocalists like i mean i like vocalists from like chino to king diamond to you know fucking whatever It's, it's if it's something unique and you know interesting you know James Hetfield to whoever, you know, like, I don't know. Like um, if it's, if there's a unique voice and they do something kind of um, original. uh, Yeah. Then, then I I think that's like most vocalists. uh, That's what I like. But I don't really know how to categorize it because I I, I like so many vocalists. Right. Right. Yeah, it's weird because a lot of people are like on the fence with it. Like me, it depends. It depends on the type of music. Like your stuff, I like it because it's got a wide range because it's just a type of like it's all over the place instrumentally. Um, But, you know, like death metal, it's got to be straightforward right in your face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. I mean, it does like uh yeah, yeah. There's certain. I mean, the thing about death metal, though, yeah, there, it is more formulaic, right? Like it either fits, it fits, or it doesn't. Like if somebody tries to do something original there, it usually doesn't work out too well. <laughs> right. Like you hear a lot of bad experiments in in like death metal and stuff that are. Like, yeah. Mm, I, I see what you're trying to do. If that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> um. Somebody's gonna make so, it work. Somebody will make it yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Some somebody'll do it. Like like cattle decapitation, they uh they got this weird type of voice where it's kind of singing, but it's kind of not. Um I Yeah, I think know. you gotta go for the power ballad, like screaming yeah, voice yeah, yeah, uh, notes, yeah, that's, maybe. That's, right. Yeah, I love that. Um so if you were to go back in time when joining Carbomb what would have you done like differently or wish that you'd known about before like hopping into the music industry? I would have, uh, dressed better. <laughs> I would have, um, I don't know, not, not look like such a fucking tool. But, uh, besides that, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I would have been more outgoing, talk to more people. I think along the way we met so many cool people, but me being more like, introverted or shy like i didn't get to know people until like years like you know it took like years for me to like warm up to certain people and like so not being as outgoing and like getting to know as many cool people out there i probably i probably would have been more outgoing now when you say like how do i put this um shit i i don't know how to put it but um anyway you know the music industry is like very, I mean, I've learned so much shit from that question and it's something simple, but like, I learn a lot from just saying, you know, being outgoing, like, I'm like, shit, man, I should probably talk to people more. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like, have nothing you, to lose. And it's like, but, for whatever reason you get lazy or whatever it is where you don't 
like, or you just feel stupid or not comfortable in your own skin. So you don't, you don't put yourself right. out there. So yeah, it's a, you lose a lot by not doing that. Though. I was, uh, I was talking to Chris from a hardcore band called body snatcher. And he said the one thing that they, like, I was like, so what makes your band like separate from the rest? And he's like, dude, every time we play a show, like we will go and talk to everybody like for the rest of the night. And you know, that's, I, that he said that basically he feels like if they didn't do that, they wouldn't have the amount of like, you know, respect in the scene. Absolutely. That makes total fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah. And like, why wouldn't you do that? You know, like, what do you, especially on a tour, like you're not going anywhere. (laughs) So why, why would you, I mean, for me in the past, like I've always been working. And so, or like what in the, like, when we were touring in like the uh, like 2007 through 2009, I was in grad school. So I was like studying. So mm-hmm. like, I, I, f- I guess for me, I was just always like busy with some shit. Like, and then when we tour now, I'm like working remotely. So it's like, Oh fuck, I got to get back to work. I can't just <laughs> chill. So yeah, I don't, I guess really it's just, I haven't had a chance at least on tour to just like be on tour without like having something you know, hanging over me. It's like, I got a bunch of shit that I got to do. Like right when we're done playing, I'm like, Oh fuck, I got a meeting or I right. got to do this or that. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's like, I never, I never focused on the one thing and it would, would have been kind of cool to be able to do that. Now I usually don't ask this. Like, I don't, I don't like getting personal, but what is like, what do you do? Basically uh, right now I'm just doing like computer programming stuff. Right on. Um, yeah i I like started in like satellites i I was a satellite controller then then a system administrator then an orbital analyst and then i just went to like um like quality assurance and automation and that's pretty much what i do now right on i'm gonna be like a uh i'm working on getting a job kind of doing the same thing but i'd be like a tech like a hands-on tech doing electrical work and stuff oh sweet like things that you could actually like tangibly right that's pretty awesome yeah right um so here's a question for you you might have to think about this for a bit um if you could change one thing in the world what would it be oh one thing in the world um i mean (laughs) one thing um (laughs) you mean like just in general it doesn't have to do, do with music just um, just, uh, I mean, if it could be anything, then make it so I would like to change the way we travel so that you don't, it doesn't have to be annoying. And then you could be anywhere you want instantaneously, but that's like, that's almost asking me what that, that's, all, that's answering the question of what future like things would you like to do? So I change in the world, like change about people or change. Yeah. About- yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Like just in general, like if you were to fucking president of the United States, man, what would you change? Oh, well, you know, nothing because presidents don't mean shit. They don't run anything. Right. But um, if they did, no, I, if they had all the power we like to pretend they do. Uh, right. I mean, and I, I and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should have I should have named somebody else with a better power. Trump ain't doing a fucking good job right now. So, yeah. And I mean, I, I just think that position hasn't meant anything since, you know, for a long time now. It's just it's just a. Uh, it's, you're right. just like a figurehead, a powerless figurehead being, you know, puppeteered. Uh, anyway, what would I change? I mean, God, I mean, just, uh, like, and, and if it actually 
did something like, you know, so the way people, I don't know, man. I mean, you can't really change people. So the people are going to be fucking idiots and fucking hate each other and be divided and buy into all the bullshit like that. Um, right. Whether, you know, whether you're, you say to them not to or not, you know, they're, people just want to fight with each other, which is so stupid. Um, so what would I change? I mean, I would like to, you know, if I, the one thing I would do is be like, dude, you know, every president says this, like they say, oh, I'm going to find out about the fucking UFOs and I'm going to like, I'm going to open Area 51. That's what I would do. I'd just be like, you know what? Fucking leave Area 51 as it is. Get everybody right. like, tour bus there and let's let's all fucking see what's going on. Let's <laughs> yeah. see if Bob Lazar was right. And let's that fuck- would be fucking sick. Yeah, I think people will deal with it. Like people will be like, yeah, cool. There's some fucking spaceships in the ground or whatever that we dug up and we know how to use them, but we don't know how they got there. That's cool. I mean, people will get bored of it anyway, so I don't know. That's what I would do. Something like that. I would just be like, the shit that they keep, or, you know, if, if that's even yeah, they real. Keep yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but the, the shit that I'm sure they keep um, from not just the American people, but the entire world that they think would blow everybody's mind, I have a feeling would not be that. It would just be like, eh. Okay, you know, we kind of expected that, and uh, people would just move on with their life. I don't think it would lead to like some fucking mass anarchy and people going fucking crazy, you know. So I don't know, something like that. Hell yeah. Um, let's see here. So my last kind of question here is: if you could accomplish one big thing, like the last thing, um, with Carbon, what would it be? Hmm. Oh, well, you know, you have those dreams, right? You have the dreams of like, we're going to get on the Deftones tool Metallica tour. I've heard Metallica (laughs) so many times, dude. Yeah. Uh, Corn, you know, all that shit. Um, Slipknot. (laughs) Any like one of those, like, I mean, we, dude, we got the tour with fucking amazing bands. So uh, it's already been way more than I've ever expected. Like being able to tour with Sugar and Gorgira and fucking animals as leaders and periphery and De- Dillinger awesome. escape plan. Like we, all those bands that have like, I never thought we would tour with. So it's already like, I really honestly just never thought that shit would happen. So the fact that any of that happened was awesome. So right. anything, sick, man, I love that fucking band. Yeah. They're amazing. They're amazing guys. We wouldn't be where we are without them. You know, we've known them, since uh 2008 or so and uh they, they've been joe's joe especially he's been fucking awesome to us and helped us out so much hell yeah so let's see i'm trying to think of what what would be a fucking big accomplishment for a band would now do you enjoy uh recording records like i i have i have um sometimes i don't i i like recording way better when we have a producer so like for me the best experience was with meta because joe like was you know we had like a producer joe and then we had um josh wilbur like um mixing mastering and everything and i i liked it being out of our control in a way like somebody totally outside of the band just seeing things that i think none of us see because we're just all like wrapped up too close to it and Mm -hmm. when but we're a do-it-yourself type of band, so that's like our default. So when we do it ourselves, it's way more of a struggle, and it's less like fun because 
we all have our face right next to the shit. We don't see like obvious things right. until like months later when the album's out. Like, ah, oh, god damn it! <laughs> like, yeah, you it's like on this. It would have been so one, cool. <laughs> one Phil could have made the song fucking a million times better. You know, exactly, man. Or, yeah, or a one punchline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, or yeah, it, it could be anything, right? A lyric, a a vocal, a fucking you know, a little guitar fucking effect or whatever the fuck it is. You, you don't think of that shit. Especially when you're recording, because the amount of stress, even when people say they're not stressed, they are. Like, you they are. are stressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's especially bad for like Greg and Elliot. Like they're they're practicing this shit the most. And it's like by the time we're already recording, they're already sick of this shit. <laughs> they're like they've heard it a billion times, you know. So and I've like right. worked on it on my own. But, you know, it's it's just it's uh it's that part gets it's just too intense it's nice to have like yeah just that third party like hearing it for the first time be like oh why don't you guys try this it's like oh okay wow that's cool you know it's funny yeah 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 i uh i don't remember who i was talking to but they told me that i think it was like rush or fucking led zeppelin i have no idea i think it was rush um they would you know record a record and then a year, year and a half to two years, something around there, they would re-record it live, like do a live album, just because they felt like after they played the songs for that mm. amount of time, like the, the the songs would change and they'd sound better. You know what absolutely, I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. That's the other so. thing. That's the other thing with us. Like we all have full time jobs. When we did our first record, we played the shit out of those songs before we recorded it, and then mm -hmm. every record since then, it's been like. You know, Greg will write a demo. I'll listen to it. I'll do some vocals. Elliot will do some drums. You know, and it's like, we're not, I mean, some of the songs will work out, but like most of the time, it's like the first time we hear the song completely done is when we're recording it. And when it's recorded, we're like, oh, that's that's the whole song. But it's like, yeah, we never got to like spend the time to practice it all together and make sure like right. shit worked, it didn't work. You know, you know like it, it, if, you know, obviously Playing. we didn't have jobs and shit, it would be easier. Yeah playing like as a whole the song is totally different than totally. just like doing pre-production is that what you guys do i'm assuming yeah yeah a lot of that a lot of that nice yeah i That's mean it's, it's it's the only way to make it work sorry sorry i just cut you i uh i've been learning like i did a record that you know there was limited fucking pre-production and you know we spent a lot of money just fucking you know piecing it together at the studio when I could have done it all at my desk. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's frustrating. Like, yeah. It's like, dude, I could have saved so much money, <laughs> you know, doing pre-production, yeah. knowing the leads to play and stuff like, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that stuff is a luxury. It's, it's so cool. The bands that have been able to make a living doing it and get that, like um, time to work together and fuck with songs and then delay albums and do that shit, I think is awesome because yeah, that's the only way you're really going to know it. It's like when you have to play it live and you've played it, I don't know, 30, 40 times you get, it's, it's like you said, it's a totally different song and everybody's personality gets put into it more than when, you know, you just, you just, I don't know. Like when, when you do yeah, too much, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I'm, so off here's here's a conversation I've had with my friends recently. So I just started this new project, right? I want to see your input. Um, 
And we want to come out with a four song EP. And I was thinking maybe two guests on the, uh, on it. Do you think that's not enough songs? And would you have featured guests on the, uh, you know, coming out strong? Oh yeah. I, I would, def- I like, I always like putting different vocalists on if that's, is that what you're doing? Like, yeah. Vocalists? Yeah. Two features, yeah. four songs. Yeah. I I'm a big fan of like, I love different vocals and, uh, I, I love when the whole band does vocals. I love shit like that. So, um, also, yeah, like for fe- what for I'm talking about, like, feature, like features from other bands, what I'm trying to say, feature. like from a different vocals from a different band. Right, right, right. Like, so they're going to be four of your songs with yep. featured vocalists from other bands. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. I mean, first of all, doing an EP is makes total sense because what's, I mean, I don't, was, I don't see the point in doing albums in a way. Except right. for like some nostalgic value, I guess. But yeah, if you got four songs, just release them as like an EP, and they're they're all done at the same time. You're like in the same stage of your life. You're trying to express something yeah. that's kind of connected. So yeah, put them out like that, and then yeah, featuring vocals is awesome. I mean, I'm always into that stuff. Like having I uh, the argument was like you know pull out a full length. I'm like, dude, like. By the time the album, <laughs> by the time the fucking album's done, nobody's gonna want to hear it. Cause yeah. like, it takes a long time, dude. Like, well, that's the thing too, right? Like, like we were talking about before, like pre-production versus playing it. And then all that stuff is like, it's also, it's the fight between being a perfectionist and the fight between you just being like, ah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You don't want to be either. You want to care enough so that it, it's as good as like, when you hear it later, you're like, oh, I actually did something I like. And then you right. don't want to be such a perfectionist that you just never release anything. And also like, as far as doing a full album, it just doesn't make sense in today's world. Like you could release shit digitally anywhere at any time. And like, why not, you know, do it every year or every few months than waiting years and years to release this thing in like one big, you know, from the software world, it's like releasing things waterfall rather than being agile. It's better to be agile. Yeah. And and that's what I've learned recently. Like I was young and dumb. And, uh, you know, we put a fucking lot into this album and fucking we just dropped it all. No sponsoring or anything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was horrible. Yeah. Do you, do you guys do you guys do a lot of sponsorship? Uh, no, not really. I mean, not as far as, you know, we we we're pretty much, you know, we we, we were on relapse for the first record. Yep. And then you're talking about sponsors like from say, like Facebook. I, I, I always ask bands if you know, these Facebook fucking sponsorships, you know, I don't, I don't even know what that is to be honest. That's how out of touch I am. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you just like pay and then people see it. Basically. Oh, like paying for ads or something like that. I yeah. Guess. Basically. I have no idea what we do with that. Like, um, if I know we like have a, like a marketing, I guess, and a distribution, like people we go, we use, but, you know, uh-huh. since we're not on relapse, we do all that stuff. And we kind of hire it out. I don't know if they pay for Facebook ads or what they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm the worst person to ask. Probably like John. Dude, I want to be or, in your spot, man. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Blissfully ignorant of the uh, annoying. I love it. Music. Yeah. And then there's me. It's like, what's your advice, man? <laughs> but hell yeah. So what do you got, uh, you know, to promote at the end here? Uh, I mean, we, you know, Mordial, we came out like October last year. We, we, uh, 
we were touring with um, Born of Osiris in December, and we couldn't go to Canada, so that was a fucking bummer. And then that we, we did a headlining tour in March. It started in March. We got a we got to do a week, and then because of COVID and Trump was stopping all flights coming in from Europe, we had to shut that down. And uh, the last three weeks of the tour, we had to cancel. So mm-hmm. we never really got to like properly tour for the memorial record um, that we just put out. So yeah, that's that's basically all we got. Uh, to so. That's what you're going to do when COVID's back? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Well, I guess we're looking at stuff for like 2021. And uh, right. yeah, we'll just see how that goes. It's like so fucking far away. I don't, you know, who knows if we'll, we'll release the nukes by then. <laughs> yeah, release another fucking album. Not an EP, a fucking album. Yeah. Um. Well, when you guys get back on the fucking road, you better stop at Rochester. Yeah, awesome. Like I, don't, I don't think we've... Yeah, I don't think we've played Syracuse or Rochester or, oh. or even like Buffalo or anywhere around there. I mean, the closest we played yeah. there is like Montreal, I think, and Toronto. But uh, yeah, that would be awesome for sure. Try to uh, play at like the rec room or the town ballroom. That's in Buffalo. Best, probably the best venues. Awesome. 